Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Be honest, went for a walk. We misjudged the timing. That's perfectly yeah. fine. You can me. I listen. Uh, you're doing me a huge favor, uh, so you can be as late as you want. It's absolutely fine. It's my pleasure, man. It's just nice to speak to you. Does it sound all it's, right? Yeah, it's sounding absolutely perfect. Uh, I've I've started recording, but you know, the, the, I just do right. this. I just do this. I don't People know. I don't. This. I don't really think that this is a podcast worthy of. A, a proper introduction. It just it just happens, and and I think that's fair. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I think I think it sums us up. I think you know we don't need high production values. We just we need talk We're to real. each other. Yeah, exactly. Real. And do you know what? I often think back to um, the, your podcast that we uh, recorded together because I don't think I've ever really admitted out loud that I talk to God. I don't think I've ever said that to anyone. <laughs> but I do, I nice do. yeah, I do. It's um, it's weird. It's weird for anyone who absolutely one thousand percent does not believe in God to talk to him quite as much as I do. Same. I talk really to weird. someone. Oh, yeah, I don't know God what it is. No, this is sometimes I'm out and I say, "Come on, for fuck's sake, come on, <laughs> come on, God, <laughs> you almighty prick." Do something. So you lazy fuck. You've you <laughs> made one universe. One. Fucking do something else. <laughs> yeah, you lazy prick. And that was years ago. What have you done since? He's such a turd. Anyway, this is like that's King uh, of Leon. <laughs> it's it's like Kings of Leon. What? Yeah, they had a couple of good albums and then they I just kind of went off mean. the boil. But, they but they're did. still trading it, on that. Of course, the cool stuff. You're like, no, no, no. You lost it years ago. It's like God, uh, yeah. one universe. Come on, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I totally agree. And listen, mate, if you do have time, it's well worth spending your time uh, going on YouTube and looking at the Kings of Leon footage. I think it was a gig in Boston, somewhere like that, where uh, they're doing an outdoor gig, and at one point. Uh, all of the many, many, many pigeons that are in the rafters of this outdoor stage all shit at once. 
<laughs> it's amazing to watch. It's really good. Even the wildlife goes, no, nah, mate, sex on fire. Not having yeah. it. Not having it. No. In the bin. It it is it is a terrible song, isn't it? Oh, it's fucking awful. Awful. Absolutely. It's up there I'm with glad um, we agree on that. It's up there with Peter Andre, Material Girl, whatever it was called. Mysterious, what was it called? M- Mysterious, Mysterious Girl. Mysterious Girl. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. God. Yeah. Anyway. Come on, God. Jesus. Um, <laughs> well, I think I think you and I agree a, a fair bit on music, though. I think now that I, now that I think of it. Because you introduced me to a great band that I really got to love. And for the name, for the life of me, I can't remember their name now. They were great sort Evil of really... That's exactly who it is, Evil Wizard. They're, uh, and they're brilliant. Um, and I'm so back into old school heavy metal at the moment. I'm loving old heavy metal. 80s heavy Pro- metal. Oh. Proper. I'm loving Priest. I'm loving Maiden. Loving it. Man. This, and, and Judas Priest. I mean, uh, what's the lead singer called? Rob. Halford. Rob Halford. I mean, yeah. what a fucking showman. What a showman. Incredible, and you know what? I was—I'm really big. I've only been a Judas Priest fan for a year. Like I bought all of their albums in one go, and I've been uh, watching it unfold. I've been watching it unfold. Yeah, yeah, and it's—it's uh, a—it's a joy to um, discover a band like that. You know, way after you know, maybe I should have. Um, and the other day, I was uh, walking down the street in Lewisham, and I found a—I didn't touch it. But I saw it lying on the ground. I found a uh, studded cod piece. <laughs> wow, yeah. Lewis, it really has come up in the world. Exactly. Well, and you can't help but think, oh, it'd be nice if Rob Halford visited us just once. <laughs> just came down, <laughs> blessed us. And what, I love, what I love about things like that is when you see things like that, it just laying in the street and you're like, what's the story behind this? Exactly. It doesn't look like it. I mean, it might have been like so, you know when you lose a trainer after the after you've been after school. You know you're on the way home from PE. Yeah, you lose one of your PE shoes. Sure, he may, he may fell out of a bag. He's on his way. He's on his way back from a party or to a party. Even oh god, you'd be gutted on the way to a party. Yeah, that'd be horrible for everyone. <laughs> and now it's just left in the street. And yeah, I always think it's like when you see one shoe on the hard shoulder of a motorway. Yeah. I, what happened there? But, but exactly, but it could be like you know some dude just totally into the whole S and M thing or whatever, and he's just decided. No, do you know what? I've had enough of that. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to wear nice business suits and be a good Christian from now on or whatever. I like, I like someone really becoming massively conservative right after being so incredibly, incredibly flamboyantly sexual. Imagine that. That's just the, the yeah. You st- <laughs> that was just that's his uh, midlife crisis. Just going completely yeah. dray edge. Hmm. He's got himself a nice mortgage. You know, he's yeah. got his, his mowing lawn and yeah, yeah. That was, that's what happens to those people. Isn't it? It's just that you go the opposite. You go the opposite way. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. done with this life. Tosses yeah, it out of the car. He's gone into the bank to get his mortgage. He's signing the mortgage, and that's when his cock ring drops off. And he goes, that's it. We're all, I'm free now. I'm free of sexual liberation. <laughs> I'm now, yeah, I'm now closeted. I'm back in the closet yeah. I'm now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need this freedom. No, I'm going to bottle everything really up, really, really tight, and it'll all be fine. As <laughs> <laughs> he's ripping out his <laughs> I wish that guy. All the best in the world. All the very best. All the very Jonathan. best to you, Jonathan. It's been great having you on the show. Now get back in the closet. Uh, and and good luck to you. Good luck to you in there. I don't think you'll like it. Good luck. I don't think yeah. you'll like it at all. Hey, listen, let's start. Let's start this freaking podcast. Here we go. Let's Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Leg Hall. Hey, you never guess. You'll never fucking guess. Never, you'll just never guess who is. It's just tumbled right into the leg hole today. It's none other than absolutely superb comedian. It's Rich Wilson, and everyone applause. Everyone, lovely to be here in the leg hole. Uh, sorry about the smell. Um, 
take a seat. <laughs> uh, listen, you are uh, uh, you are. In fact, for me to say you're one of my favourites just isn't enough. It's you mm. are a huge, huge favourite of mine. I I adore you. There you go. I'm saying it. I adore you. Thank you. Same. Likewise. I always love working with you. I love watching you. I love being around you. It's a nice place to be in, around Michael. Well, Lee. that's very kind of you, mate. Uh, uh, listen, and I, 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 I admire you, but I am. I'm also healthily a little bit jealous of you. You know, in a good way. Like, <laughs> I, you, do you know what I mean? Like you, you always seem to like new stuff, and you've got a really great manner of doing uh, like material that's probably fairly new or maybe just a couple of months old it all just feels like it's so conversational and it's like like it, like whatever you're talking about it happened just like a minute ago and oh, yet it's crafted so it's crafted and well put together i'm a big fan of oh, yours big fan of yours mate as well because well, I, I said yours. to you i said this to you before i was always always before i sort of knew you i was always got in awe of you and I was always kind of like you, you made me, you sort of not nervous, but you know, I was kind of like, oh, a bit scared of you, to be honest. And then getting to I'm know him. Like, oh, yeah. Well, this is, well, <laughs> 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 you have a side and I was like, I really admire that side, but he scares me. And I like that people that, people that scare me, but no, I, mean, I don't mean like, you know, hiding under the bed. I mean, it's just, it was, it was like, you know, like some people like, Phew. I was just, oh, he's got something about him. And now we've got, you intimidated me. That was it, you intimidated me. Yeah, that's what I do then, to people, yeah. Yeah, that's what you do, you intimidate. I'd make, I I'd make a really good um, white supremacist, wouldn't I? You know, those guys should get me involved. Those guys, those white supremacists should come to me and go, mate, would you get involved? Because I'd be so fucking good at it. I'm really intimidating. If anything needs a rebrand, yeah, it's the, it's the white supremacist. I mean, it's all, all this shit they're pumping out in the minute. It's all—it's just old hat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right, and do you know what? I could—I could be like the Tony Blair of white supremacists. You know? Yes, perfect. Yeah. 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 Yes, going there, all smiles, being everyone's friend, and then blowing up a foreign country. Yeah, I could be just like him. <laughs> exactly like him. You are the. Listen, I'm so delighted you're uh, on this podcast, and I'm also delighted that you very kindly started off by giving me such a lovely compliment, and I immediately changed it into making it all about me being a white supremacist. And I think that's very much what this podcast is about. Do you know what that- it is? It's because... Neither of us, the pair of us, can't handle compliments. As you were complimenting me, I was yeah. like, I need to, subconsciously, yeah. I was like, I need to turn this around and put it on him. Well, then, you makes- you were going to feel particularly awkward then at question number five today. I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen here, Rich. We've got 10 questions. Well, I have. I've got 10 questions for you. And okay. from the answers that you give. I am going to put together a psychological profile of you, which Ooh. at the end at the end of the podcast I will give to the police. So that <laughs> is the entire premise of Leg Hole. Uh, got ten questions. The first question, the last question are the same for every guest who falls into the Leg Hole, but it's the eight in the middle, Rich. It's the eight Ooh. in the middle. Those are the ones. Those are the ones where we find out who you truly are. Question number one, Rich Wilson. Do you like Sherry? No. No, oh, that's no, I don't. firm. Firm. Tried uh, it. Tried did it. you? I've, I've tried thing and yeah, you know, having it. Let's have a Sherry after dinner and yeah, yeah, it was all right. But you know, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to have it again. It's just uh, no. Yeah. No. I'm no, not sure. If, I'm not sure if I've ever had one, but I don't like the thought of it. Do you know what it is? It's that I think it. I think it might be the working class chip on my shoulder, right? Where I, I just, I just, I associate having a sherry with poncy, you know, okay. people, and I just, I'm like, I can't. Right. I mean, I think that's it. You know, I mean, I, you know, I struggle with a knife and fork. I, you know, I feel that bit bougie. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll put spiteful. <laughs> I'll, I'll put spiteful down on your psychological profile, but. 
you know, I'll also put, I'll also put thick. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Well, listen, I'm glad it was a firm no. It was such a firm no, wasn't it? Such a strong yes, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm very much on the strong no side, despite never having a sherry. Not to, not to my memory. I'm actually going to put down, as you hate sherry so much, I'm going to put down uh, anti-Christmas. So, <laughs> hates Christmas. Here we go with question number two. Rich Wilson, have you ever given anyone a shave? No. I'll just, I have to think about that. Yeah. I've shown people how to shave. Right, okay. Never given I, do you know what makes me laugh about shaving is when you're watching a film and there's like the tough guy, the guy, like the leader that's he's leading them through the jungle, whatever it is. And, and then, like, and he's like the guy that can make it, he can, he's, he's going to get these, these poor souls whose boat sank. He's going to get them through the jungle back to civilization. And then he's like, we've got to make, we've got to make a camp for the night. So he makes this camp and they all bed down and they wake up in the morning and he's having a shave of his big knife. <laughs> I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy. Yeah. Be like, what are you shaving for? Do you have a job interview? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and kids say, you know, a photographer comes around or something. You know, he's having a, wants to be neat. That's good. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He'd be the same if he was like in a plane crash as well, wouldn't he? Like as the plane's plummeting, you've got, well. Better shave. <laughs> Clean my teeth because this is what they're going to find. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you know, I've never thought about that guy before. And now I really, truly admire him. The yeah, guy in the jungle having a shave. Yeah. Just they find him. He's, you know, he's a river that's full of crocodiles and whatever else. And he's there <laughs> just shaving with yeah. a big knife. Just one tiny nick of his skin. And all of a sudden, all lions can smell him. Go, there's blood. Oh, shit. What have I done? And that's everyone in the group he's trying to save killed. But well done, mate. You looked lovely there while you were being eaten. Well done, done, you fucking idiot. Uh, I like that guy. Um, Okay, so you... Hate men. I'm going to put that down. You've never shaved uh, anyone, so hate men. I don't know who's got a problem with that, really. No one's got a problem with that. (laughs) Question number three. Rich Wilson. Is comedian the most menial job you've ever had? (laughs) No. No? Wow. (laughs) Holy shit. What what could it have been? I packed bananas for two weeks. <laughs> I don't, why is that so fucking funny? It's not funny, but it is funny. I think I used the word packed and bananas. Yeah, yeah that's true. We're on. <laughs> in that headspace, aren't we? We're in that headspace. Yeah, yeah I, I did that. So. I packed bananas, mate. Packed bananas. Um, I've said this before somewhere else, but I will say it again. One of the biggest joke in the place was because you used to wear Pete's caps, like baseball caps with mm-hmm. fives written on them. And at some point during the day, someone would turn around with a banana on the peak of the cap and go, wait, who threw that? <laughs> <laughs> See, you are two weeks of fun. That doesn't seem such a menial job. That seems pretty it good. It was, do you know what was cool? When they told me that sometimes they find tarantulas in the crates when they get, oh, when they wow. come off the lorry. And um, there was, yeah, and I was like, oh, I'd like that. And you'd find, I think we found a dead one. Uh, someone else I know that was working there, he found one, took it home. I don't know how he got it home. Right. Maybe under, maybe under his hat. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know. <laughs> I don't think uh, you should, this is just my opinion. I don't think you should bring a tarantula home. There you go. No, That's my I don't think so. The, the stories know, I've heard, you know, they find tarantula. There was a, there was. A, I don't know if it's like an urban myth. Hmm. Somebody that bought, somebody that bought a rubber plant or something, hmm. and they were repotting it or something like that, and they found a half-eaten tarantula in the in the thing. 
And they were like, so they got someone in and they were like, that's, we found this. And they said, well, this isn't really the problem. The problem is, where's the spider that ate that one? Yeah. Because obviously it was, it was eating that to survive on, in transit. Um, and so, you know, they, they check the house and all this sort of thing. And then um, later on, the, they find it in the duvet on the bed. This is after oh, a couple of weeks. Shit. In the duvet. <laughs> shit, 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 yeah. shit. Do you do you so know Rob? Know. Do you know Rob? You know Rob Rouse, the comedian Rob Rouse. Do you know his story yeah. about uh waking up on a with a blanket of bees? No. Yeah, what? he left he left a bedroom um window open and he fell asleep with the light on and all these bees, there was a bee's nest right outside, and he and he woke up, you know, when he heard that and he thought am i dreaming or something and then he, he opened his eyes and he had left the you know the overhead light on and he yeah. just saw th- thousands of bees right by the light oh, and then he God. looked at his blanket and it was covered in bees Fuck, i'm covering bees <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. i mean <laughs> that is that oh, is i i just go well that's it i'm i'm dead now i i want the heart attack just get me out of this yeah, that's nightmare. That is, nightmare. It, it is an actual fucking nightmare. Oh my Sleep God. well, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing when you start, you start hearing about these things like, like we talked about God before, and you go, "Well, I, this, I used to think I knew how the world worked, and then weird shit keeps happening." And you go, "Do you know what? I actually don't know. I yeah. don't know. Maybe there is a God after all, because I genuinely don't have a have a handle on the world as much as I thought I did." Like a bed full of bees. Who knew that was a thing? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Why would why would bees come into your house? In I don't know. So uh, I'll put, no, I don't know. <laughs> put hates bees. Put that down. Hates bees. Yeah, fucking hates bees. But also, uh, you did say that um, being a comedian wasn't uh, your most menial job. So I'll go. Huge sense of superiority. <laughs> 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 the world needs to laugh, man. The yeah. world needs needs oh, gestures. It does. It does. It does. It now more than ever. Now yeah. more than ever. Here we go. Question number something. I think it's four. Who cares? Rich Wilson. Starting with your first gig, how many of your gigs can you remember? Oh blimey! Um, yeah, everyone, you always remember the first one. I don't. Uh, I, I don't remember you know, my first gig. Don't remember it. Really? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I just don't remember it. That is weird because you don't. It must have gone really well then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone can remember my first gig. It's just. <laughs> I, think, I think after my first gig, the Men in Black turned up and just wiped her fucking memories. <laughs> just neuralized everything. Such a horrible experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I remember the first one. I remember. I do remember. <clears throat> some of them are you, you always remember the tricky ones i remember the one that we scorched into my brain hole and yours i imagine was mm. croydon Bronglers. oh you and my I, god yes I was in and i had to bring you on whilst people having their food get brought yeah. out and i literally said to you i'm really sorry i'm going to have to bring you on to this yeah <laughs> it's the yeah. worst introduction anyone's ever had oh well i mean it wasn't your fault though that the gig was bad the gig was just fucking appalling and yeah. that was the last. That was the last night that that gig ever had. Yes, it was. And, yes, and I, weirdly, I had actually performed at that terrible gig in Croydon just the week before. And uh, and and I, I think I did, I did something like eight minutes and then walked off stage when I was supposed to do twenty or twenty five. And uh, and weirdly, because I was the, the day that we did Croydon together. I was free that day. I didn't have a gig. And I got a call saying, oh, Michael, are you free tonight? Do you want to do Croydon? Went, well, after last week, you're asking if I want to do it again. I went, fuck it. Yes, I do. Because I I built up rage in me. And went, I really want to give them a fucking bollocking. And if you remember, I did give them a fucking bollocking, yeah, including the staff. I went, they're fucking useless and called them all cunts. And do you know what? It was incredibly therapeutic. But I better than that, well. we closed that gig forever. Forever. Yeah, it's good that. Forever. 
Oh, mate. It was, it was, I remember those ones. I just remember you and I have had a couple like that where we've just kind of sort of stood there and gone, what the fuck are we meant to do with this? And just yeah. did our best. Oh, but the, to be yeah. fair, though, the last time we did gig together, I thought the gig was a bit tricky, but you were brilliant at it. And I went on and got next to nothing because I was giving next to nothing because I was jet lagged to fuck because I literally just got put back from Nashville. And when I got off stage, I said to you, why did I do that? Why didn't I just go home to bed? Why am I doing a fucking gig? That I'm was a it. Fucking you idiot. got back from Nashville. Yeah. yeah. So stupid. Which is, mate, well, we all do it. I mean, I was with um, a band of man at the weekend and he's literally just got back from Adelaide. Right. And he was going, you know, and he's like, I don't, I don't even know why I've agreed to this. Because you do before, before it all, you go, yeah, fine, I'll be fine for that. Yeah, you are. But You'll it's be fine. Too, you mm. don't realise how debilitating jet lag can be. Yeah, I mean, I and also uh, how old I am. I I don't I don't know how old I am. I know my age, but I don't know how old I am. <laughs> I know I'm the same. I don't. Th- I I know how old. Again, I'm 51, but yeah. I don't feel that. No, I, I know. Still, I, think- I'm a tree. I'll do that. I'm. T- I'm not. And also, but I'm not mature enough to be fifty. I'm not wise. I've. I've. I've learned nothing. You know, <laughs> I've got to fifty-four, and like I've no advice to give anyone. I've got nothing. No, same. No. Same. I will never be. I would never be. I would never be spoken. Or I mean, spoken of like I'm Ben Kenobi. <laughs> No, you know, never be like, oh, Wilson knows. It's like, no, he doesn't. He has no idea. He doesn't even know where his kings are half the time. Do you know what? You, that that is that has actually nailed it. No one, and I mean, no one has ever gone. Do you know who would know, Michael? No one. No <laughs> one's ever said that. Never, Michael, the Oracle leg. No, no. Do you know who we should ask? If you say Michael, I'll punch you. Oh well, I'll shut up. No, it's you know, it's no one's ever said it. No one's ever said it. No. Mind you, that's good, though. That keeps that us off the hook. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, yeah, that's right. No one will ever bother us. No. no. When you look at the wisest people in the world, the fucking people are always asking fucking questions. <laughs> it's just relentless. You know, after no, a no, while, no. I think Confucius must have just gone, oh, fuck off and think for yourself, you stupid cunts. Oh, very wise, Confucius. I've written, I've written countless books. You've heard all I've got to say, and still you're on a... Yeah. Ben Kenobi was he hid himself on a, on a, on that dusty rock, and they yeah. still found him. Poor sod. Yeah. Well, you know it's a bit creepy. He he sort of lived on a desert so he could watch a young boy for years and years. I don't think it's wrong. Really? <laughs> He's not that wise. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. dirty old perv. He is a dirty old perv. <laughs> so you can only you can only remember like your first gig. You can't remember. I'm going to put down. Unmemorable. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember some of them. I remember, you know, bits and pieces. I remember. I do remember. It's like when I watch films or read a book or something, and people say to me, "How was it?" And I'll, I'll kind of sum it up. I go, "Yeah, it was good," or oh, "I didn't enjoy it." But when I when I meet people that can quote vast, oh yeah, quote vast I know. passages from books, and like, how have you done that? Yeah, I, you know, I'm. 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 I always feel a bit thick when I uh, I've talked about books to other people who have that memory. You go, oh god, yeah. maybe I didn't. Because well, when I'm reading, I'm enjoying it, but I, not every word goes in. Because I start thinking about other things, and I realise I I was just looking at words, but I, I didn't read any of them. <laughs> or when people tell you, they tell you what the film actually meant, like what oh, the, yeah. what the, the take what it meant is like. Well, actually, the film was really about. Uh, friendship and this and that. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. I just watched Spider-Man kicking the shit out of a goblin for two hours. <laughs> I didn't realise it was a subtext. <laughs> and that was about the Holocaust. Was it? All right. <laughs> okay. I didn't get that from that did, film. But did I did not know. pick up one bit of... <laughs> <laughs> I, need to, I need to watch that again. I need to watch it again. Oh, now I get it. You're weeping at the end of Spider-Man. Oh, no, I get it now. I get it. 
Oh, Spider-Man, that's why it's in black and white. But that little girl's red coat is the only... No, I get it there. Spider-Man's a good movie. It's very deep. Yeah, I get it. Thanks, mate. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> uh, question number five. I'm looking forward to this question. Question number five. Rich Wilson, do you know you're handsome? <laughs> do you know what? I had this conversation a little while ago. I was talking to my my beautiful wife, and um, and she she kept saying that she was this and she was that. I'm like, do you have any idea how fucking stunning you are? You're beautiful. You're you're radiant. You're people envy you. And she said, well, you're the same. And I was like, no. I said, I'm you know like that old thing. I said, I'm just an old potato. And she said, no. And I I would yeah. agree with her on that. You were definitely you <laughs> are you are genuinely really fucking handsome. And I'm telling you that. You are. Thank I've you. always thought it. Always said, God, you, you look really good. And also, and I don't give a shit about, you know, men don't compliment any, you know, other men. They just don't. I don't give a shit about any of that. I'm so secure in my sexuality. I'll fucking say how handsome you are. I couldn't give a shit. And you have amazing skin. <laughs> Thank you. you. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you look you. great. I think... I think it's 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 you get to a point like the conversation we had. And enough people say you look great, you're a handsome dude. So you kind of go, well, there must be something in that. If you, if I was to walk around going, you fucking look at you, then right. you know that yeah. you know that would be ridiculous. But people do say, you know, they go, yeah, mate, mate, you're. I'd, I'd love to look like you at your age. And you go, all right, thanks very much. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, so, you're great. Yeah. Thank you very much. It you're, sounds you're, even now Indian trying to trying to answer this question. <laughs> no, I th I think it's uh, I th think it's. Um, I'll just put down narcissist. <laughs> narcissist, arrogant yeah. narcissist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enough people tell you, and you go, all right. Well, there must be. So I don't see it myself, but other people. No, you are. You okay. you you are a good looking guy. Real, real, without Thank question, you. without. And I, I and I, when I said earlier, I'm a little bit jealous. It, that really does factor into it. Oh my god, he always looks good. God damn it! Oh, thanks, man. But Thank hey, I shouldn't be jealous of that. I should be happy for you, right? So I've decided that's how I am. So there we go. <laughs> there you go. You big narcissist. Question number six. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I missed. I was just too busy looking in this puddle. <laughs> sure, sure. Oh my god. You pissed yourself in the living room again. Oh, no. Oh, well. Oh, Rich. Rich Wilson, what did you do to support Gary Lineker during during his recent ban from Grange Hill or whatever TV show he does? I made a joke on Twitter two days later. <laughs> oh, you were right there for him, but, you know, a bit late. Yeah. Zeitgeist is my middle name. I was right. <laughs> just, I was watching it unfold, and I was like, "Yeah." I mean, it's, I don't. As you and I have discussed many times, mm -hmm. I, you know, we don't give a shit about football and things like that. But it 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 just goes to show you the the level of where we're at with the with everything that you know. Gary Lineker becomes the most yeah. um, uh, sort of edge lord amongst us, and it's you know. All right, I just made a joke yesterday. I was on the tube trying to get into into London and on the central line, and it said, um, we are being held at this station uh, due to an, in, an earlier incident at White City. And I tweeted that and said, blimey, this Lineker shit is really bringing the country to the standstill. It relies on people knowing that the BBC used to be at White <laughs> yeah. City, so there was that. Well, it's still um, sort of there, it's just around the corner, it is. isn't it? Yeah. It is, and so yeah. you know, you, there's many factors there. But it took me, the, you know, Sunday night after everything that was kicking off uh, to to finally get to the joke, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, I did my bit. I did my bit. No, you did. No, no, right, you did. Uh, you didn't do it at the time, so I'll put down pro censorship. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will say. Yeah. Since the joke came out, Lilic has been reinstated. So, you know, That's true. make of that what you will. Make of that what <laughs> you will. Oh, do you think the BBC boss went, fuck, they know where we live? And then, uh, <laughs> shit, Rich Wilson's giving our address away. 
<laughs> but before that, he was still, it was still up in the air. Like, what's yeah, going to happen? Was true. Is Lineker really used to doing podcasts? You know, is yeah. he going to go down that route like Conan O'Brien? Is he going to be reduced to a, to a podcast? But Rich Wilson releases his joke Sunday night at half six. Yeah. Monday morning, it was reinstated. I mean, you know, what can I, I say? Mean, what can I, I mean, say? facts speak for themselves, which they often don't these days. But uh, Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so your joke is topical on two levels. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Here, here we go. Rich Wilson... Question number, I have no idea. Rich, do you want yes. to hear the best story you will hear this year? Yes, I do. Always. Um, Always. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. It, it, it gives me so much joy to be able to tell you this story. And I'm telling you this wait. now. You will not hear a better story that's based on the comedy circuit this year, or maybe any other year. And I'm oh, delighted cool. that I get to tell it on this podcast, and I'm glad that you are my guest. Everything about this moment is really making me very happy. And I, what I want you to do right now for me, Rich, I want you to get your hopes up really high for this oh, story. Be because I'm telling you this now, you haven't got them up high enough, as you will soon discover. <laughs> so... Oh, I love Oh, come on. <clears throat> Deborah Francis White is mm -hmm. on her way to a gig. It's a big feminist gig. And she is in the back of her car. They sent her a driver. She's not like you and I. She's successful. So she is successful. She's very successful. She's in the back seat of the car looking over her notes uh, for the gig. And that's when she realizes she's left her glasses at home. And she can't read anything. So no. she goes, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Oh, I know. I'll phone my husband, Tom, and ask him if he would, wouldn't mind ringing the venue and asking them to reprint up the notes in a larger font. Then she'll be able to read them. Right? Easy. So she gets her phone out. And obviously, she can't really see. So she's scrolling around, gets her Tom's number, rings him. And she goes, hey, Tom, listen. Blah, 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 the notes. If you could get the venue to, you know, print them up bigger, that'd be great. And Tom goes, well, actually, Deborah, I can't ring the venue because I don't know what venue you're talking about. Also, I'm not your husband, Tom. I'm Tom Bins. <gasps> <gasps> oh, my God. That took a turn. Oh, oh, oh. oh my fucking oh, god. Fucking hell. Oh my god. Oh my god. My arsehole just blinked. It's, oh my god. It's like, what do you do when you are have accidentally found a convicted pedophile? What do you do? What do you say? Oh my god. Uh, so, oh god. So oh, here's God. here's what she did say. She said, "Oh, um, are you in jail?" <laughs> and, he, oh. and he said, "No, I get sentenced on Wednesday." And she replies with, "Oh, that's International Women's Day," and then hangs up. <laughs> Fucking hell! He tried to engage her in a conversation. He didn't. Yeah, he. He answered the fucking phone. That's the most amazing part. The fuck did he think was going to... What did he think she was going to do? Back him up? I right, really so, don't think a feminist activist is going to be on his side that much. I don't think so. No. Holy shit. She must so, have felt... Oh, my God. She might be the last comedian to phone him as well. That'll be the top... Yeah. Unless she forgets her glasses again, you know. <laughs> it'd be great. It'd be great if we find out by the end of the year Tom Binge is fucking sick of hearing from Deborah Francis White. You fucking stop ringing me. That's <laughs> how so you know you've gone too far when you fucked with your butt. Yeah. There you go. Hell, man. Oh. Good story, isn't I it? Go from, fucking hell. 
How did she feel afterwards? She must have oh, felt awful. Do, do, you know, do you know? Oh, yeah, of course. But um, but here's the thing. This is, uh, I mean, this is a, a very, uh, this is just a personal thing for me, and it's a bit big-headed, but she rang me immediately. Well, she left a voice note immediately saying, Michael, uh, and this is, isn't that lovely? She thought of me first. And yeah, she said, she, but here's what she, she said. She went, she went, Michael. <laughs> yeah, she said, Michael. Uh, I don't know anyone else I can tell this to. Isn't that weird? Because I don't know anyone I can't tell this to. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I've not met that person yet. I mean, maybe, I think I could tell Tom Binsett. I, <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I would tell him. Yeah, this is a wonderful story. It's, is it it's wonderful because we weren't involved in it. Um, well, uh, who knows? I mean, uh, we could ask our listeners to let us know what they thought of the story. Neil, he's our listener. Neil, do you want to say hello to Neil? Hello, Neil. Yeah, Tell us you what go. you think. What do yeah. you think, Neil? Yeah, what do you think of that story? Do you think that was anything, Think that, that was interesting? Think it was fun for the public oh, who yeah. weren't in the comedy? Yeah, let us know. Well, anyway. Well, uh, what was perfect about it? That whole... You, you, I mean, you knew the gold you had in your hands right there. Oh, oh, man. And, and you... You were right. You 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 built it up perfectly because it's a story Thank that Thank will you. never be caught. And no. it and it, I didn't see any of no. that coming. No, I, I saw the. I was in the. Neither did Deborah. We don't know. I'll tell you who didn't oh. see that twist, Deborah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Deborah! I tell you what, I, I, I that the the this, the moment after she put the phone down, that yeah. that you know that second, oh God, I wondered, I wonder what her brain was doing right then, apart from cartwheels in her in her skull. It's Just, uh, I uh, it's uh, well, I don't oh. know. Maybe it's it's some form of relief though to hang up on a pedophile. You go, all oh, right, well oh, that's God. over. You know that must be. Oh, yeah. Quite, yeah. yeah, yeah. At no uh, point are you thinking, "Oh no, I hope I didn't put him out." You right. Know, you're, 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 yeah. At no point did his feelings come into this. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you can't really say to a paedophile, "So what are you up to?" Because you, you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Normally, if you ring someone by mistake, it's like, "Oh, yeah. just hey, well, oh, 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 good, good, good. I'm glad you keep him busy." You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop keeping busy, though. Really stop that. Yes. That's, that's, yeah. You're, you're yeah. doing a very bad thing. Hey, now I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to put anything down on your uh, on your um, psychological profile because, quite frankly, uh, we were enjoying ourselves. Do you know what we were? Likes to enjoy himself. <laughs> <laughs> at the expense of others. Yeah. 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 At the expense of feminists. Yeah. Notice that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go. Question number eight. Uh, Rich Wilson. The National Portrait Gallery have asked you to sit for a painting to be hung in their gallery. Do you accept? Keep in mind, they want Matt Hancock to paint it with his dick. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, support Tory. <laughs> It'd be a difficult Just one, though, wouldn't it? Because who, who wouldn't, uh, who wouldn't want to, you know, be in the national to portrait make, gallery? Mm. That's it, isn't it? You see, you got that side of it. But the thing is, what what the best bit about it is, and it's not about legacy. No. It's not about what you leave behind. It's about watching a Tory squirm for two that's hours. <laughs> But do you think you you could learn to I don't know maybe not like but respect Matt Hancock if he would turned out he was really good at painting with his dick? It, <laughs> like if he did like the Sistine Chapel with his dick, would you not go fair play? I can't knock him for that. I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, if he yeah, if he did that, you go all right, mate. All right, do you know what? You wasted yeah. your time fucking the country up, and you could have done that. You could, yeah. have, well, you could have literally fucked a ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. The thing is, he would he would agree to do it. Bearing in mind what we've seen already. Oh yeah. Him. Oh yeah, he'd agree he to agree do it. 
he, anything to because he just wants redemption. He wants to be forgiven for his past crimes, and, and he would he would if you said, look, this will absolve you of any blame if mm. you do this. Go fucking yeah, I'll do it, and he'd yeah. do it, and you know, I mean, yeah, I don't, I, I I would I would allow him to do it, and then at the end I'd go. By the way, it was all bullshit. We still think you're a dickhead, and uh, well done. Well done. <laughs> well done, dickhead. Well yeah. done, dickhead. You yeah, know, it's, it's that, it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's going to be a hard person to be chums with, I think, forever. Yeah. You can't, you, how can you be? I mean, everyone, everyone said, oh, he was great on the TV show. And you go, yeah, but he was only put mm. on the TV show so everyone would talk about it because it was a scandal. It was a, you know. You could see what why he was put on there, and and it worked. Everybody now look at us; we're talking about him. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know what? Next thing we'll know, Deborah will have accidentally rung him. That's what we'll, <laughs> that's what we'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still good, isn't it? It's still good. Deborah, I'm so sorry. It's, Fucking hell. It's, it's never going to be uh, a bad story. Question number no. nine, Rich Wilson. Who is the greatest person who has ever lived that you think you're better than? <laughs> well, do you know what is happening is that all these people that you admire, they mm. become, they find out something in their past. They go, actually, yeah, he did release all those amazing albums, but... Mm. You know, he was a, he was a sex offender, or he was this and he was that, and so one by one, all of our heroes yeah. are getting knocked off. The yeah, top. and you that in mind, you kind of go, yeah, I've never done that, and so yeah, I've not released some some of the finest music ever that's ever graced human ears. But at the same time, yeah, I didn't feel, I didn't fill it with anybody, so you yeah. know, I can't. I can't there know, is that. I, yeah, so I you're mean, you're bar. saying you're saying. The best person who's ever lived that you're better than. It's a sex offender. That's as, that's as good as you can go. <laughs> I never fiddled with anybody. So, you know, in that, with that in mind. <laughs> we look at Elvis Presley. Elvis married Priscilla when she was 14. I mean, there is a, however old she was. And you, and you, you kind of go, I mean, there's people go, yeah, but she chose to. And you go, well, did she choose to? You know, and then it, you know, there's that, and then there's, yeah, it's that's always, true. you know, it's 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 such a it's such a, and as we go along, it, you turn it turns out that the like, guy oh, was of the time, wasn't it? Like Jerry Lee Lewis marrying his twelve year old cousin, and they go, yeah, but you know, it was like that in that town. <laughs> like, like, okay, <laughs> yeah, it was in that town we grew up. The the entire population of seven people. He had to. <laughs> He couldn't have moved. No, no, never crossed his mind. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, and then you find out like Gandhi. They say about Gandhi, uh, one of our, one of the greatest thinkers of the last, you know, wherever long it's been. And then, but then you can't go upstairs in his house because that's where he'd have his bed, and that's where he used to take women to bed. And you're like, fucking hell, it's did he? It's, yeah, apparently it's, so. Well, it's Gandhi, yeah, apparently a bit of a shagger. A bit of a shagger, mate. Oh, Gandhi. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell. So you kind of, you know, like you say, he's, he's he's often quoted as, you know, saying this, that, and the other. But, you know, in his downtime, he was upstairs, you know, well, teaching I mean, other things. <clears throat> as long as he wasn't being naughty about it, that's uh, that's all right. Isn't that's it? It, isn't it? Yeah, consent, maybe. That's the thing, isn't it? Yes. Well, you know. Consent. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So, so, we're better than everybody. <laughs> Yeah, well, I've just put down better than a sex offender in your, to your psychological profile, and I do hope that helps the police. But here is the final, here's the final question, Rich Wilson. What is leg hole? Oh, yeah, to think it's a it's a poser, isn't it? Yeah, do you know what? It, it's a, it's it's an exercise in self exploration. Um, that's good. Really, really. You, the questions really take you by surprise. You, you, you mm-hmm. say, I've got these questions, and because I love you and I love what you do, I've given it lots of thought, and I really have put put the put the work in. You definitely. It's have. really. It's made me realise a few things about myself in this right. short space of time. 
so really it's a it's a yeah it's that it's an exercise exercise in self-exploration and you know yeah right. how do you really how do you really see yourself mate yeah i'm just putting wrong down in your psychological profile <laughs> if that's all right just put wrong yeah <laughs> so Excellent. rich wilson thank you so much for joining me today in the leg hole i'm now thank going you. to i'm not going to remind us all what we have learned about rich wilson here today rich wilson is of course spiteful thick anti-christmas he hates men he hates bees he has a huge sense of superiority. He's unmemorable. He's a narcissist, pro-censorship, likes to enjoy himself. He supports the Tories. He's better than a sex offender, and he's wrong. And if you put all those things together, that makes our good friend and brilliant comedian, Rich Wilson. Everyone applauds, everyone applauds, everyone applauds, because everyone loves Rich Wilson. Oh, Rich, man, that was funny. one more time. Thank you so much for joining us. I don't know if you want to say goodbye to Neil. Goodbye, Neil. Thank yeah. you, Neil. And thank you, Deborah, as well. Oh, oh really? Do you know, you're absolutely right. Thank you so much, Deborah. You have. Thank you. Do you know what? In, in many ways, um, I hope I never hear from Deborah ever again because, quite frankly, if she hasn't got something that good, I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> I'm so that story, man. Honestly, I'm not going to stop thinking about that for ages. Oh no, 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 no! You will not. You will not. You will not. And I'm glad it's now a matter of public record. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like Tom Bint. Now here we go. <laughs> it's the it's the end of Lake Hole. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you one more time to Rich Wilson. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.